0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions eighteen plus. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday here from awesomo.com. It is time once again for the betting show. We call it the NFL betting show. I'm going to squeeze in some college football because that's what I do. Uh, Myself, Ben Raza here with my man Julian Edlow. We are ready to go. Happy Friday, sir. Happy Friday. I'm down to down to squeeze in some college football
1: with you. We talked a little bit last week. I openly admit that it is not part of any of my job descriptions anywhere to know college football, but I enjoy betting on it. So why not talk about it?
0: Oh, we got to talk about it. Um, before we do that, though, I did want to ask you, because this is your account, about the World Series. And that's where we're going to start. Uh, two down, 1-1, one, one, big game three tonight, Bueller, Morton. Uh, I'll get right to it. Are you betting it? What have you thought about the Dodgers? Do they have to win this game? Do the Rays have to win this game? Where are we in this series? I don't think it's a must win for anybody
1: um I think either team is capable of, of coming back from a two to one deficit so I it, it's obviously an important game but it's not a a must win for anybody I don't have much of a betting feel for it maybe as I research throughout the day I'll come up with something because to be honest once I didn't have a good feel on game two I, we did well on game one that was all we had a lot of plays and leans in the, the the odd shopper article both days um game one went great game two split plays I think and for a slight loss but I I didn't really see that game going the way that uh the way that it did so I just cleared baseball from my mind didn't even think about it yesterday <laughs>
0: um it like,
1: yeah. which is nice and I, I like the Dodgers. I think they're a little too expensive. Morton is a big game pitcher that's almost always underpriced and can kind of, you know, screw things up when you go against him. So as I've been doing the first two games, I think it would be more of a prop uh, game, if anything, for me. So we'll see. And, you know, my article comes out later. If I have anything on it, it'll be in that. It'll be on Twitter, but might keep taking some time off from baseball, especially with you know, I, I do like some college football stuff tonight, and we've got NFL rolling around, so might just take some time off from baseball.
0: Typically, the only other thing I want to ask you, because obviously I pick my spots super specifically in baseball, I don't bet a ton of it. But uh, when when you say player props, is it what are the chances that it's pitchers versus hitters? Is it strikeout props normally? Is it guys total bases? Um, is it a mixture of both? Kind of how, how do you approach player props specifically with baseball?
1: It's a mixture of both. Uh, The one thing that's good about pitchers specifically in the postseason is, you know, it's a guy that you like, uh, what's their usage or however you want to say it. Like when you use NBA player props, it's about who's in, who's out, who's going to have the ball in their hands. When you use NFL, you know, a, a running back is out. This guy's going to get a lot of touches. Baseball, we don't have that. So, like, pitchers are the high usage guys because they have the ball on every play. So, you know, you want to look at their strikeout prop and their matchup. That's great. I didn't see anywhere that had the, um, I don't even know how to say his name, Tony Gonsolin strikeout prop the other night because we kind of knew that he might just be an opener. I heard it opened some places at five and a half and under. He got four outs. Hard to strike out six people when you get four outs. So. Like, uh, that under is the the exact type of thing you want to look for. But for the hitters, you know, there's matchup-based stuff in the postseason. The thing that you don't want to do is play a guy, unless you're playing an under, that's going to get taken out of the lineup when the starter comes out or something like that because they do a lot of that in the postseason. If you're taking an over, you need to take a primetime player that's going to be in the lineup regardless of matchup for the rest of the game um, rather than a guy like, you know – Kiki Hernandez was a guy that I was like considering the other night at a low number, but he got pulled once there was a pitching change. So it's tougher in the postseason. You got to pay attention. Think about how long pitchers are going to be in the game, how long hitters are going to be in the game, that type of stuff.
0: Yeah, it has a chess match element to it. The one thing that no matter what you're doing, I say it every show and it's no better time to say it go to oddshopperosimo.com, right. click on oddshopper. You can get drastically different lines shopping these books. And and Julian, you know this better than anyone. When you're talking about player props and things like that, it can mm-hmm. drastically differ. Uh, It can be a huge edge. You know, if you're talking about a strikeout, you can steal an actual strikeout, or instead of it being, say, minus 150, you've got it sitting at plus 110. I mean, these type of edges exist, and it makes the difference. It adds up overtime immensely a Jordan climb behind the glass pulling up odd shop around the screen so everyone can take a look uh these are the type of things as you can see there th- those lines you can steal value and if you have a lean you might as well get the best price so we encourage everyone to go over there uh, we're gonna be talking about that throughout the show um but yeah I-, I don't have a ton of baseball keep your eyes posted we'll have content we have a show coming up next of course with Jason Floyd and ship my money they'll be breaking down game three for everybody but I do want to, you know, we're going to get to the NFL, of course, Chad, and it's good to have everyone in here, as always. Uh, I do want to talk about a little college football, though, because we have four games tonight, which is really atypical for Friday night. Uh, we're lucky if we get one game. We've got four, including the Big Ten opener. Uh, Illinois is, they're like a three-touchdown underdog going to Wisconsin. Um, but we were talking before the show, the game that we both kind of like is, is Tulsa. Uh, They're sitting around 10 or 11 point favorite going into South Florida. So there are some options tonight on the college football side.
1: There are. um, And I mean, like NFL, MLB, NBA, that's where I go. Like all my own research college football. I don't have time to do that. So I do a little bit of my own research and then talk to people that I trust and see what they like. And all of the people that I've talked to, including you, um think that Tulsa is in a great spot and they're a good looking team in South Florida more importantly is an awful looking team so I got this one early in the week at nine and a half which gets us through a key number of 10 which is nice um but now I'm wondering I like the spot a lot the more that I look into it and I would feel kind of dumb now getting in on Tulsa minus 11 although if it's if it's good, maybe I'll double down on it, but I'm just looking if there's another angle or another way to get in on um, on this game. But it sounds like Tulsa is going to dominate South Florida because South Florida stinks. Yeah,
0: that's my read as well. Um, you know, they are teams that certainly aren't on the tip of everybody's tongue. No one's making uh, canceling plans to watch South Florida or Tulsa play football, but I have I seen have. them. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm doing that, but normal people are not. So one of the crazy things about college football this year, you could have played one game so far or like eight Uh, Tulsa kind of falls in that former category. They played two games. They had a, they had a game or two canceled already. So we've seen them against two really good opponents, Oklahoma state. They held in, they did lose that game, but they kept it very close. And then they played UCF and they won the game, which is a big time upset Uh, limited them. You know, they kept it respectable in terms of offense. We know how high powered, central florida is they're only giving up 21 points a game so far then we go to the other side usf has played five times they are one and four they beat the citadel the citadel is not a fbs school they're an fcs school and they only run uh every time i hear the citadel i think it's like a 90s wrestler or something i love this i have a sweet citadel shirt that i wear frequently uh, because in basketball little known fact they only take three po- pointers. Basically, they are a wild, wild team, uh, and we'll be talking about that soon enough on the okay. show. But other than that, we've got South Florida played Notre Dame fifty-two nothing. Well, that's not going to get it done. They played Cincinnati. They lost twenty-eight to seven. Not going to get it done. They played East Carolina, who was absolutely atrocious. They lost forty-four to twenty-four. That's East Carolina's lone win on the year, and then they played Temple who had not played a game yet, and they held in. They lost by two points, 39-37. So you can say what you want. Uh, you know, Temple's one and one. East Carolina's one and three. I don't see anything from this team. And the last thing I'll say is through these five games, South Florida has four passing touchdowns total. Uh, that kind of production is just garbage. I think t- Tulsa's defense will s- just absolutely smother them. Uh, if Tulsa doesn't turn the ball over, this, this to me has the feeling of like, a 31 to 10 type game a 38 14 type game where Tulsa just pulls away they don't need to score a ton of points but South Florida really can't move the ball which is why maybe the team total for South Florida is another avenue to get exposure to yeah
1: I I'm happy with my nine and a half I'm thinking about the best way to get back in like maybe it sounds like Tulsa is a really safe parlay piece on the money line if you want to are building something like i don't we talk about teaser weeks i did play one teaser this week and we'll we'll get to it but like your money line parlaying it's
0: steep but yeah i mean they're not gonna lose we've only seen them twice obviously we you know these teams there's a lot of variance in college football but everything that i look at both sides of the ball they have the distinct advantage uh and I can't stress enough, they've played Oklahoma State and UCF. They should be 0 like not because they deserve to lose the games, but if you would have just told me, I'd say, okay, they're probably 0-2, but we don't know how good they are because they've just played two really good opponents. The fact that they've won one of those games and held in the other, I think we have to seriously take Tulsa as a potential actual candidate to win the American, not to overstate it. So uh, they're just in a different class, and I think we see that tonight. I will say real quick, the the marquee game is Illinois and Wisconsin. It's almost it's almost three touchdowns. I don't really have a position. I, I will say I have an article posted totally free on the site, breaking down all these games, talking a little DFS as well. Uh I, I don't have much to say on that game. Do you have any feel for, for Illinois versus Wisconsin? Uh no. Didn't Illinois upset? They did, absolutely. Huge upset last year, yeah. Yep.
1: Um so I guess Wisconsin is the far superior team maybe remembers that and you know wants to make this one hurt I I don't know I I haven't researched this game really I don't know much about these teams nobody knows much about these teams because it's a season opener um it's a lot of points to try and figure out for a first game I I just I I don't really see where to go I don't I don't know I guess how to handicap a game like this at this point
0: yeah, I mean, there's a lot of mystery. I'll say this. There are, Wisconsin, they always have a, a top-end offensive line. That hasn't changed. They're replacing Jonathan Taylor. That's going to be difficult. They're replacing their quarterback who actually returned, but he's hurt. So they have a lot of question marks on the offensive side. Illinois has far less questions, but they're just not as good of a team. Uh, you mentioned this was the biggest Smith in Lovey, Lovey Smith's tenure, uh, the biggest win for him last year, upsetting Wisconsin. I don't expect much, you know. I think they'll find a way to win at home. Will they cover twenty points? Uh, that's that's a different story. Probably won't touch the game. So for me, it's Tulsa, and that's about it. But if you are playing the slate, obviously it's one of the many reasons get in slack. Hop in. We have a lot of people talking college football, and if anything comes up, certainly me and Julian will we'll keep you guys informed. But for me, I'm gonna stick just with Tulsa right now. Wasn't uh, wasn't UAB
1: favored? earlier in the week and now they're like three-point dogs what happened there
0: yeah so that's a really interesting I mean again it's not a game that people are uh, putting on the calendar but over in the Sun Belt you know Louisiana Lafayette is a team we saw early in the season they got a big win at Iowa State Uh, both teams kind of have flashes and they only have one loss apiece I'll be honest I don't know exactly what to make of UAB Um, we've seen a little of them but it's a game that I, I'm more looking to. And Julian, you talk about this a lot. Sometimes just watching the first half and getting a feel for what you're seeing, and then taking a position then can be really effective. I think that's that type of game. See how they're running the ball. Uh, you know, their only losses to a Miami team who's very good. So I might hit that game live. Okay, I like that. Anything else before we? Uh, I think I think it's time for a little NFL Sunday. Um, anything
1: else on the college side, I guess is, uh, I read something from Brad powers, like on Iowa, Iowa's minus three at Purdue. And that a stat jumped out to me that since, since like the early two thousands, Iowa is 21 and Oh, I think straight up as a road favorite. And they're like 17, <laughs> three and one against the spread in those games. And Purdue doesn't have their head coach. I just saw that number circled Iowa minus three as a spot that I might be interested in. Um, And then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a Bama guy. Uh, They did their job last week. They did. Um, And now they get Tennessee who I think they're going to destroy. Uh, So I looked at Alabama's team total. They've put up massive points um, against a couple of teams. And then they scored all we hear, Georgia's defense, Georgia's defense. They scored 41 against Georgia's defense team total against tennessee is 43 and a half big number i like alabama's team total over
0: yeah i don't listen that team they've got multiple receivers they've possibly i mean travis said, but Najee harris is on the short list for best running backs in the country right. uh, regardless of where they you take put so many deep shots to those fast receivers like yeah absolutely so i don't mind that I, i'm gonna i will certainly have plays tomorrow uh you can 9:45 45 eastern me and matt gajewski will be breaking down that entire slate because be there's watching. a lot a lot of good games uh including bama waddle season can't wait for him to get to the <laughs> nfl i cannot wait i love that guy um all right here we go so we obviously got a bunch of games to get to on the nfl slate i do want to say chat real quick as always it's good to see everyone in here ready to go uh we've been saying this all week and it's to help you if you haven't subscribed to the youtube channel make sure you do that uh hit the notification bell as well helps you helps us and it helps you guys out you'll be notified when shows go live we have so many shows these days you don't want to miss any you want to make sure you're in line you're ready to go so definitely hit that subscribe button uh no reason not to and the like button but you know that that's a that's a given at this point all right got a bunch of games 12 games on sunday we only have one monday night game it seems right now even though there's been some juggling of the schedule i think things are all right as far as you've seen uh first impressions just of of the slate we have in front of us um it's it's not bad
1: i i've been you know struggling to find ones that i absolutely love like i've loved uh, um others like week two was still the one that jumped out to me the most and I don't think that's been been topped yet um but there are some spots that I'm interested there's a teaser spot I'm interested there's a spread or two that I'm interested in um hopefully some props that I'm interested in although those kind of like later on Friday and on Saturday I get more involved with but it's good to you know bring some to to the show so I'm kind of digging in on the props now um I don't mind the board. It's week to week can be like just so tricky at this point. But I mean, where do you? What? Here's my question: Which garbage matchup are you circling as your uh, dumpster fire game of the week to bet on?
0: My favorite type, and we'll we'll start right there. Uh, I have two. Like them both. First, Atlanta Falcons at home, two point favorite over the Lions. Uh, Falcons. They change coaches. They look a little better. We know they have the weapons. We've we've always known that it wasn't a matter of talent there, uh, but they just haven't gotten it done. They've blew, they've blown a ton of leads. We we know all that, uh, but this is still a talented team. They are at home, and I just don't trust Detroit at all. Um, yeah. it, it's a team that I, I really have no confidence in. I think that Atlanta will have a lot of success through the air, and yes, Atlanta's secondary is ravaged. But you know what, Stafford and that passing attack. Although they've shown some signs, I don't really see it. So I will take them, and I'm just going to throw one more out there, and I'll pass it to you. Game right below them on Odd Shopper. I know that Cleveland has been You're smoked the by the betting, Steelers. I knew you were betting the Browns. I should yeah. have said that because I was going to guess that. <laughs> it's Listen, the, the Ravens and the Steelers are not the Bengals. I think we all know that, and the Browns are probably not as bad as they showed – against those teams and they're probably not as good as they've showed against teams like the colts and whatnot still when you're a field goal for them against the Bengals, even on the road to me that's enough off a loss to back them uh, as we click into the game page here you know you see that total i know the majority of money and bets are on cleveland so i i do like that i don't see any reverse line movement anything i'm too concerned about or is that a? I mean that's a square play there's no doubt uh what do you think of that? And then do you have any feel on that Atlanta game? So the Atlanta game, I'm
1: bad at getting feels for bad games.
0: That's that's my one thing
1: I, I really do well, I feel like. You do. And so I like to feel you out on these and and tail you on some. Um, it makes sense. And what I like to do sometimes in some of these situations is like just think back to the beginning of the year because things tend to come back to, you know, yeah. what we expected. We think of the Falcons right now as a dumpster fire, but they're coming off a very impressive win, I guess, even though the Vikings now like went into the tank this week in terms of they're trading away players that they traded for in the offseason. They're shutting guys down for surgery. Um, you know, the Falcons loss was the nail in the coffin for the Vikings season. Uh but nonetheless they they went into that one needing a win and the Falcons dominated them on the road. So the Falcons are the more talented team and they're at home and Detroit is, I guess both teams aren't very well coached, but Detroit, Detroit is more poorly coached, I would say. Yes. Um, So I might go with you on that, that it, it makes sense. Um, It makes sense, I guess the way that you presented it. So that's good. Cleveland, I looked at from the beginning as a square play and one that I leaned towards and have interest in. Um, They just got smoked. Cleveland put up a battle in Indy, but the Colts are not that good, Um, which is something I think we need to consider. So I agree. Like when the Browns, the Browns, I feel like, bring their best against poor teams and then show up on the primetime stage for the big game like oh are the browns actually for real and then get smoked like that's just kind of who the browns are so this is a strong bounce back spot for them where i think they can try and show that they're for real by sticking it to the Bengals. and then the next time they have a big opponent on their schedule they'll choke and and not even show up so the Falcons weren't on my radar. I think that makes sense. The Browns I'm with you. I, I do lean to them. It's a short number for a big talent discrepancy.
0: Yeah. And, and we don't have it out because it's Friday, not all the books, but keep an eye on Kareem Hunt's rushing prop. Uh, he's had a, you know, obviously Chubb went down and everyone immediately looked to him, but he had some tough matchups in there. When we talk sure. about the Steelers, we talk about even the Colts, their front isn't terrible. Now I get Cincinnati. Um, they're sitting 29th in rushing yards allowed per attempt, over five per carry. I think this could be the spot for Kareem Hunt to really have a big game. If they win the game, you have to like him even more. He could push for, I think, upwards of 20 carries. I agree. Um, And we, we hit that under against the Colts
1: for Kareem Hunt because yep. it was like 77 and a half or something like that. Big, he got yeah. 72 rushing yards against the Colts. Um, who the last time I checked were the number one rushing defense in terms of yards per game. I'm not sure if they're still there, but they're one of the best. So it that's, you know, going from the best to the worst almost. So this is a spot. Yes. As a favorite against a terrible run defense uh, where, you know, as long as those other guys don't sneak in too many carries hunt should have a a very big game.
0: Yeah. And just to add that, you know, the Colts are, are jostling for that top spot. It's with the Steelers, who was the other team that they played, um, and that game obviously got out of hand. Certainly, the Cleveland wasn't going to be th- uh, running the ball right. late in that game, so they've legitimately played two of the top handful of rushing defenses after Chubb went down, and now they get basically the worst. So, huge yeah. bounce back spot for him. I have to ask you. I, I'll be honest; they don't have a play on the game, but and it doesn't even feel like it's the biggest game, but how could it not right. be when you have two undefeated teams going at it? The Titans are a one point favorite at home against the Steelers. It's a tough game. I, I don't feel like those are the best teams. I'll be honest. Like I, I think the Ravens and the chiefs are still better, but you mm-hmm. can't argue with the record. What do you, what do you make of a game like this? The Ravens and chiefs are better.
1: Um, and the Bills, I would be shocked. No, well, no, but no, no. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk about them. But I think you know, Tennessee's at home and they do have a little bit of a home field advantage because they have some fans there. I think Pittsburgh's the better team. Um, I'm like you, I, I don't really have a play on this game, I'm just gonna try and learn from it. Uh, but if I bet the game, I would bet. Pittsburgh money line at plus money um because I think they're the better team I think the worst unit on the field is the Tennessee defense whereas Pittsburgh is more balanced on both sides of the ball so over the course of the game I figure that eventually will give Pittsburgh a little bit of an edge um it's a bad matchup on paper for Derrick Henry but that seems to not matter with him because he just trucks anybody over so like He's the only matchup proof running back almost because of his, his stature. Uh, so he can always burn you. I, I don't know. You can talk yourself into both sides. I would say I'm like 60-40 in favor of Pittsburgh in this
0: game. That's fair. I mean, it's a tough matchup. It's one, I think you said an important thing there. It's one that I want to see to kind of bank some information on. Uh, I will probably have plays and not to say that one game is going to define something, but I will have plays going forward that probably use this data point uh, heavily for both these teams, whether it's it's plays in the South or just trying to jostle how good the Steelers are when they match up with the Ravens and when they get teams like the Browns Browns again. So Keep that in mind. Uh, <laughs> so, God, I'm just scrolling through, and now I get to the part where it's, all right, we got the Cowboys as basically a pick 'em. Uh, You can get plus one out there. What a world against the football team. That was as ugly of a game against the Cardinals as I've seen in some time. Uh, the football team just lost to the Giants. That's pretty bad in its own right again you want to talk about a square play I think backing the Cowboys on the road here is definitely square I find myself a little interested though can they hold up the offensive line is in shambles and Dalton looks lost back there so here's my thing um <laughs> God, <this> Monday, <laughs> th- Monday night was obviously a
1: when being sharp goes wrong uh Cowboys show three, all the way to minus uh one yeah. I was on it whatever that happened um and now we my initial reaction was this offense can still has all these weapons maybe there's an overreaction we can bet them next week to bounce back however the offensive line is awful and they lose Zach
0: Martin do we have a status on Zach Martin like is he out I have not seen anything clearly like I it it was talked about a little certainly during the game um but like he was the anchor of that team he is is he's the most important piece of all of them and they were already missing huge key pieces he just right now it says status uncertain still so we'll have to keep an eye on that so i did
1: when i saw this come out i knew it would move so i bet washington plus three and if i want to get out of it i'm I'm not going to have a problem getting out of it um but my thought process was I kind of wanted to back the Cowboys this week. Then I saw the matchup. Washington's front is their strength. That line is their strength. Andy Dalton is one of the worst quarterbacks under pressure in the NFL. And he will be pressured. Once again, he looked like a tackling dummy on some of those plays against Arizona, who was without Chandler Jones. Who's one of the best, you know, sack guys in the NFL. Um, I like Washington strictly based off that I, I strictly based off the defensive line versus offensive line matchup. And I think the Cowboys defense is bad enough that Kyle
0: Allen will look okay and score some points. That is where I was going. So chat, <laughs> feel free to t- just tell me. It wouldn't be the first time people said that I'm insane, but I honestly feel like Kyle Allen is a downgrade from Haskins. I really, do. I know that sounds insane, but I can, more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I not believe they made that move, and it really has me soured on a bad team regardless, but I don't get it. Uh, I thought the offense would be better and will be better if they put Haskins back. I think they need to use Gibson more. We know about McLaurin. They have some things that will cause some problems. And you mentioned, we saw all the way back in week one, it was eight sacks against an Eagles front that was messed up. Uh, I don't think it's unreasonable to think that they can do that to this Cowboys team I don't think he's the wild card, but they need, listen, Zeke can't be fumbling like that. They need to lean on him heavily. They can't have Dalton dropping back 50 times. That's just not going to work. <laughs> no, it is not.
1: Um, yeah. I don't am I'm, I'm with you. I mean, what a game I think Haskins, I think Haskins is better than Kyle Allen, but even if they're, even if they're equals, why aren't you going to go with your first round pick and, see find out as long as possible uh it's just a weird move but nonetheless kyle allen has performed in the past and if any if if there's a matchup to perform in, it's against this dallas defense like i don't know i I don't know maybe i'll get it maybe i'll get out of it with some some cowboys money line i I don't know what i'm gonna do um but i i like washington i think
0: It's no surprise, just looking at the game page right now on the screen, that all the money and all the bets, all the tickets are on Dallas. That's definitely a public side. Makes me want to be just stick with Washington. Like, I'm not shocked that them in Cleveland are getting the money, just just on name recognition. It's just like, you know, oh, it's the Cowboys. Uh, And they've got a lot of problems. I do find myself – if I had to take a position, it would be the Cowboys, but I I have not bet this game. So the other thing – that you like I don't think you've discovered something here I'm not gonna lie but you've been doing it and that hey that's all that matters is obviously to just whoever the Jets are playing you just bet that team and then you go to the window and you collect your money in in the first half because they're not competitive they are a 12 point home dog to the Bills who certainly have shown some talent but they've also shown that they've I think has some issues here and there Do you just say it doesn't matter who the Jets are playing because they're so inept? Uh, They're non-competitive. Flacco, Darnold, it it doesn't matter. Adam Gase will be there and that's enough. Do you just blindly back Buffalo? Yeah, those
1: issues for Buffalo don't matter in this spot, especially if I don't care that much who the quarterback is. Darnold coming back is definitely an upgrade over Flacco. But now Jamison Crowder might be out again, who is like the only weapon in the offense. He gets like 12 targets a game. Um, nice little fantasy play because everybody's afraid to play Jets just on pure volume, like Crowder for fantasy, for props. Like he's a guy to look at. Uh, but if he's out, there's just no chance to, to move the ball. Like, you just got shut out by the Dolphins, who bench, went on to bench their quarterback. Like, it's terrible. Um, teaser? So, Potentially? So I, I have them in a teaser. You read my mind there. Not hard to read my mind on that. So I tease Buffalo and Kansas City. Okay. Um, the numbers that I got it at, it is... I bought an extra half point and made it Buffalo to minus six and Kansas city to minus two and a half to get them through the three, which I like a lot. I think Kansas city and Buffalo are going to cover regardless. Um, more confident in Buffalo than, than Kansas city. But I mean, the the Broncos beating the Patriots without scoring a touchdown that speaks more about how awful the Patriots looked last week. I, I think that Kansas city is, is going to do fine, but teasing those two together buffalo and kansas city i think is my strongest play of the week um potentially maybe with some vegas o-line news we'll get to that but yeah i like it i think buffalo if you want to like all right so maybe um how am i maybe the jets back door like i'm trying to think maybe buffalo's up uh 17 late and, and Darnold gets a touchdown. Like if you want a different way to go about it, if there are six and a half, um, six and a half sevens on the first half available for Buffalo, I think that's a solid bet. Um, Buffalo's been a pretty good first half team a lot of the seasons, So yeah, there's different ways. I think you can back Buffalo here. Tees first half, whatever.
0: I will say, listen, I'm not going to give a strong case for why the jets can hang in this game. But they have played. I do think that helps the Jets. They already played once this year, and it wasn't a disaster. That was when the Jets looked a little better. They've got so many problems, and they are in a free-for-all right now. So, Buffalo coming off a tough tough loss. Uh, I'm not saying they should have won the game, but they were in it for a bit there in the pouring rain against Kansas City. I'm not going to lay 12 points, but I would also be equally shocked if the Jets – we're going to talk a little about Survivor at the end of the show – Spoiler alert, the Bills are going to be 50-60% owned in leagues, mm-hmm. as they probably should be. So uh it's not shocking to see 95% of the tickets are on the Bills. I mean, who the hell is going to back the Jets right You're now? Not gonna You're not going to make a case to bet on the Jets. Absolutely. it's it's it makes, it makes the, case the Bills pass. Them. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Um, all Um, right. Keeping it going, do you, do you want to talk about this situation? Because you just alluded to it. And... To me, I have more questions than answers, but we've got you boys down in Tampa playing the Raiders, who is your arch nemesis. What a game, what a swing game for you if Oakland wins. I've Oakland. had
1: so many Raiders swing games and I always <laughs> just get kicked below the belt when that game comes well, up. Well,
0: they may or may not have an offensive line. So that should help your case. One would think. <laughs> what do you make a, a, of a game here with that situation? So for people that don't know, I don't believe there's been like an, I don't want to say an outbreak, but they did some contact tracing and they decided to send the O-line home. That's really where I'm at. Julian, feel free to fill in the blanks that I left out.
1: No, that's what I know that like, they've all been put on the COVID list, which means they're sent home. They're not coming to the facility. It does not mean that they're ruled out Sunday, Um, but it's not good. So (laughs) I, I grabbed Tampa minus three when the news came out, knowing that I would probably have a chance like, like Washington to get out if I want to get out um, and probably at a better number. So like, I'll figure it out. I was looking at this one. Like I I wish I got it at two and a half. Obviously I leaned Tampa at two and a half, but I thought it was a little bit of a trap Vegas coming off the, a a huge win against Kansas city, but they also had the buy to kind of recover Tampa coming off a huge win now and and probably going to regress. But we, we finally saw what Tampa looked like like putting it all together not having the dumb penalties um and they can clearly get right and getting healthy so like if Tampa if if Brady i feel like can keep Tampa together mentally and they're healthy they can be they can make the super bowl like that's their ceiling their floor is also having 14 penalties in a wild card game and getting bounced so who knows what will happen there but they, again i I don't I'm not banking on I'm not planning on winning this Raiders win total but I do as you know have a lot of bucks futures at very good value from before or right after the Brady news happened so I do need Tampa to to win this game whether it was against the Raiders or not but beating the Raiders would be you know that never hurts for me but th- this for me becomes if we do get news that like Oakland uh, Vegas literally isn't going to have an, an O line I have no problem Smashing the bucks for one of my Bigger bets of the The week the season Because Tampa has a good defense A really good defense we just saw And you like look at what Happened with Dallas look at what happened With the Eagles when you don't have an offensive line you don't Play well and when the whole offensive line goes out
0: For a team like the Raiders it is Not going to be good Yeah, I mean if that is the case uh, And the game stays And we have the ability Certainly that's a massive factor not to mention someone I you know the number will react to this but I don't really care like Josh Jacobs rushing total Tampa's already one of the strongest teams up front if he has no offensive line a they're probably going to be trailing and b they're I don't think they'll get a great push uh putting it lightly so I would short Josh Jacobs rushing props immediately somehow get
1: that number and then get the old line news I would get to that as quickly as possible
0: agreed yep um, because an entire uh, that would be really, really bad for Vegas. So, uh, it's something we have to keep in mind as we get forward. And we'll obviously, get clarity. obviously, they're also keeping the option open that there just
1: might not be a game, which is why they did the whole flex situation with Arizona, Seattle, now the Sunday night game. So we'll see. But if this game is on, and if Oakland is missing, let's say like three or more linemen. I, I keep saying Oakland. Vegas is missing three or more linemen. Um, Tampa, Jacobs, unders, on rushing, not receiving, or combined,
0: or whatever. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, immediately where I'm, I'm looking. And I'll be right there with you. A um, couple more games, and like I said, we'll talk a little Survivor. I, I want to ask you um, if you see any upsets on the card and whatnot, and then we'll bounce out of here, set it up for the baseball show. But... I got to ask you because, you know, as you know, I'm definitely on the bills in the East, but I I've, I've said, I'm not stunned to see the Patriots once again, be there. I was stunned to see how bad they looked last week. Uh, I thought cam coming back that an offense like that honestly wouldn't need a ton of time to gel because it's a lot of ground. You know, you, you lean on cam, they just look lost though. Uh, I don't know what to make of it. That's kind of what I want to ask you. And they don't have time to think because they have the Niners coming into Foxborough. These are the type of games they need two point favorite. What What do you make of the Patriots right now? Where are they? I'm not giving up on the Niners being frauds. First of all,
1: they're okay. still extreme, even though they're more healthy, they're extremely banged up. Um, Belichick knows the Shanahan's very well. Belichick knows Jimmy G very well. Um, last week was gross. Like they looked like they gave up. They looked like they were using the COVID and not being able to practice as an excuse. Um, I, I, I haven't seen the Patriots look that bad in a long time. Uh, the Patriots have not lost three games in a row since 2002. This is a spot where they're getting close to a pick them and in a spot where that could happen. Um, I, the Patriots, this is a must win game for the Patriots. They have to bounce back. Uh, I like them at, like, I'm going to let this get as short as it can and maybe look at Patriots' money line as a a lean at, like, minus 120, minus 125, something like that. They need to win this game. I am still not high on the 49ers. I think that Belichick has some edges in knowing the Shanahans and knowing Jimmy G well on how to potentially get this game. The lack of weapons, though, like – they need to do something there with like a Julio Jones and AJ green, like a big piece they need for cam Newton because Edelman is looking washed up bird and Harry are not consistent guys that you can go to. Um, it's just running the ball and cam and all that. So I, you know, I'm talking down the Patriots. I, I think this is a spot where I'm probably going to look to the Patriots money line. And if they don't win this game, I'm just going to say I'm done with them. Uh, they don't have it because if the Patriots aren't going to be anything this season, they're, they're going to win this game.
0: 43 and a half total. Um, do you have any feel there? And that my first inclination is to lean under just because I I really could see both teams running, uh, leaning on the defense, limited turnovers, not a lot of big play shots it's a low number, but to me it's not low enough yeah um I mean look at how gross we had thirty points in the
1: denver game uh one touchdown in the game right yeah it was a field a goal bonanza so yeah it, it's it's a low total but i don't I don't mind it at all I think it's gonna be a gross game I could see like a I'm thinking like a 16 13 patriots win type of game yeah that's that's gross
0: yeah <laughs> um yeah I, I listen i i don't think it's crazy to lean to that under uh if i had to take a position i, I would lean to the patriots i don't think they're dead and buried just yet and the niners are, are a tough team to gauge uh yep. i really don't know what to make of them they showed signs you know they look Rams they're great the cardinals not so much Uh, competitive competitive division as we all know we got chat hyping up drew lock that is what i like to see that is why we have a great chat here see everybody knows broncos i was a year early Uh, next year when we do this show broncos playoffs don't get hurt Cortland sutton we need you um anything else i do want to ask you about the night game it's I guess it is a big. I don't want to. I don't want to give the Cardinals credit and say this is a big matchup for the West, but I guess it is. Seattle obviously is dominating right now. They're a three-point road favorite. Seems a little trappy. Cardinals coming off the beatdown of the Cowboys, but again, it's the Cowboys. Uh, what do you make of the game? Should be one of the best on the slate.
1: It definitely seems trappy. Um... And then at the same time, we have the Cardinals riding high. Everybody just saw a blowout. Seattle's coming off the bye, so maybe off of people's minds a little bit, but they've been very good off the bye um, Mm -hmm. recently. One more quick thing before I forget it. The Raiders have been awful out of two byes under John Gruden, like getting blown out both times off the bye while that's on my mind. So one other thing going back to the Tampa game. Um, But I can't figure out this uh, this Sunday night game. I think – I mean, it's – the Cardinals are getting hyped up there on the short week. I think I like Seattle coming out of the bye, which is a squarish side. But then also, it's like – I can't figure it out. Maybe people are going to be going to Arizona after how good they looked being home dogs. So – I don't know. And then you've got the other aspect. This was going to be an afternoon game. Now it's the night game. We know Seattle's prime time numbers. We know Seattle's road numbers. Like this is where they thrive. I don't know. I, I'm not betting the Cardinals. This would be Seattle or pass for me. I think Seattle at three. Also, I don't want three and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, again, just speaks to odd chopper. You can get three and a half for the Cardinals. You can find three out there for, for the Seahawks. So you obviously want to make sure you're picking the right you know, you, you want the hook. If you're if you're getting the points, you don't want to give the hook. 55 and a half total is pretty damn healthy. I think we'll see some points. Uh, I, I do want to look a little bit uh, as we get closer into DeAndre Hopkins' reception total. I could see him. He was not needed. Uh, Christian Kirk did all the heavy lifting. He will be needed here. Uh, I have a feeling his targets will be heavy, especially if they fall behind. And Seattle, although they're a good team, We have seen them getting some back and forth games here. So uh, no way I'm going to back the Cardinals. As you know, I don't believe in them just yet. They've had a, honestly, I think they should be somewhat disappointed with the start. They let a couple gettable games slip away. And now the meat of their schedule begins. These are the type of games they're going to have to win. And that's a tall task. Yep.
1: Um, I agree with everything you said there. And and quickly on the total, I don't mind an over even on the big number Mm -hmm. Arizona is is, has gone under in all six games um and the over was a popular play on Monday night obviously now Arizona did its part the Cowboys were (laughs) awful Seattle is not going to be that Russell Wilson is going to do his part uh to put up the points and that defense has not been good in stopping uh Mm -hmm. anybody so like a 30 to 27 game gets you there. And I just don't see a team finishing with less than like 24, 20, I guess, 24 points in this game. So a a 30 to 24 wouldn't get you there, but I don't see it being much lower scoring than that, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I I would lean to the over in this. Uh, I think we get a little bit of a lower number based on, what happened on monday night and based on on arizona being being six and zero to the under
0: not to mention you said this earlier in the show chandler jones huge loss uh, yep. that was the key to that defense they're they they have not felt that yet because they played the cowboys but right. they will um <laughs> against teams like this i also want to say as nightbot occasionally you know drops some goodies in there we have a promo going on right now and it's you know, it's not the most mainstream thing, but it doesn't mean it's not important. The Champions League is here. There's been major soccer games all week and we are giving a weekly soccer pass promo code for $2, $2. So you go awesome.com promo code Champions League. You can click that link right there and get in and try us out. Uh, I say all the time, these niche sports, yeah, you're not gonna have a Millie maker up top, but you can build the bankroll. You can lean on Alex's tools Uh, And it's just not as deep of a pool out there. Not a lot of people are doing that research. So if you're into soccer or you want to just give it a try, come on in for only $2 for a week. uh, And then we hope you'll stick around, but keep that in mind. All right. we got a couple minutes left here. Do you want to talk about the Monday night game? I I love to ask you every time. I love asking you about the bears. That's another team that tilts you into oblivion.
1: Yeah, I the Bears are frauds, but here yep. we are. Um, honestly, the Rams might be too big of a favorite. I, I have no feel in terms of betting this game. I think that the Rams are the better team. I think that the Rams should win the game. I think five and a half, six is too, is too big. Um, I was maybe expecting like four here. Uh, which means the value is on the Bears, but I won't be
0: betting the Bears. So, <laughs> I don't know. It, like, do you have a feel for this? I don't. I don't really have. No, it would be a pass for me. I, I, the West is too confusing, and I'm not a believer in the Bears either. Uh, any any total feel for you? Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I have like
1: embarrassingly no feel for this game. I don't. I, it's Monday night, so I'll watch it come around and i'll wind up betting it in some form but I, I i don't see like i would i would take the rams minus three in this game is like what i would want what i would be comfortable with
0: fair enough um, But i'm also
1: not comfortable with the bears plus six
0: That's these leaf blowers outside my window causing a ruckus uh but i will say i want to ask you about survivor real quick is it just the Bills? Is that the answer to just play the Bills and Survivor? Or do you think we should go somewhere else? Bills or Chiefs. Um, I would play the Bills
1: because I would want to save the Chiefs. And this is the Bills' last Jets game. Uh, and, you know, I, I think the Chiefs are more valuable to save than the Bills, I guess. So if you've used the Bills, I would use the Chiefs. Uh, but, yeah, I would rank them in that order, 1-2. Okay. where it's bad, where it's bad for some reason is if you've somehow used the Bills and Chiefs, then Then I I don't love the Saints. I don't love the Chargers. Like, I don't know what you do.
0: I feel okay with the Chargers just because I think the Jaguars are getting so much love off one win back in week one against the Colts. This team is awful. They're not as bad as the Jets, but they're just horrendous. We didn't talk about that game. Uh, I don't have a play in it, but I, I do believe the Chargers roll them um yeah i
1: they should um and you see them coming down to seven it's been seven and a half a lot of the week and you see them coming down to seven in most places so like i i agree it's chargers i'm just not comfortable with them if, if put it this way if i've used the bills and chiefs in survivor i would use the chargers before i use the saints I think fading Jacksonville is stronger than fading Carolina. Yes. Um. But at the same time, I, I doubt I'll have a play on, on Jacksonville and L.A. One game that we somehow scrolled all the way over
0: is the Packers and Texans. I hate the Texans. Every time I bet them, they get me into trouble. <laughs> okay. So do you like the Packers? No, no, no. It doesn't matter which side. If I just bet a Texans game, I get into trouble. I do like the... So I thought that the, the Texans season died last week in overtime. They needed that game. If they want it, I would be singing a different tune. Packers got humbled. You knew they were due for a bad game against Tampa. Uh, right. Not saying I thought it was going to be like that, but it would be Packers or pass. I think the Texans are just now done. I, so I actually love the Packers. Um, it opened at three and
1: I'm being kind of stubborn because I want three, but I'm going to wind up taking it three and a half when that never becomes available. Houston, um, I think, is going to be kind of discouraged in this game because, like you said, they're done now, and they know that. Um, Green Bay coming off an embarrassing loss. Perfect bounce-back spot against Houston, who is just awful defensively. Rodgers should be able to do what he wants. Big game for Devontae Adams. Um, big game for Aaron Jones as well. So I-, I love Green Bay in this spot. Green Bay, their last 10 failed covers, last 10 times they failed to cover they're 10 and 0 against the spread in their next game. So they have been a terrific bounce back team um, in terms of when they fail to cover. I think this one's too short.
0: I I'm definitely going to be betting green Bay here. Okay. Hey, listen, I, we, we've just summed this up. I'm Houston's got the talent, but we last week, I think summed up everything about them. Should have won the game should have covered. Didn't do either. Uh, it's it's tough uh chat i want to ask you about this because this is more your area uh interesting comment in chat six point teaser saint chargers you get it through seven and three you get them down to one and a half how do you feel about that
1: yeah that's kind of the obvious spot with the the two teams right at the number that you can get them to the pick them um i'm not going to be playing that i don't i I understand it both teams should win I'm more scared of the Panthers. Um, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is an underdog. Is a Same. beast. I, I wouldn't mess with it, but I under I understand the appeal. For me, it's a week where, like, you know, I I would love to just have the Bills and Chiefs to win, but a money line parlay there is like minus two forty or something. That's, you can't do it. So that's why I went to the teaser, and I'm confident enough, you know, that the Bills will will get that done and by a touchdown or more and that the chiefs can get it done by a field goal or more. So it's not quite, you know, the, the spot that I prefer where you just need a team to win points can always get messy. Um, but I still think it's stronger to, to just go Buffalo and Kansas city who are in dominant spots versus the saints and the chargers who are in shakier spots.
0: I don't mind that. Like I said, I, I like chargers more than you. I'm a little worried about the Saints though. And honestly, it leads us up to close out the show. We try to do this and, you know, we give it, we'll give an upset special if we have one. Uh, If I had to take an upset and I, I am not betting this. I think that the Panthers are live to, to beat the Saints. Uh, Seven and a half points. I don't see many other dogs that I'm, I'm really looking at. Obviously there's a couple teams that are like plus one or plus two. I don't really consider those real upsets of the teams that are like hovering a touchdown or more. I think that the Panthers have the best chance to pull a big upset.
1: Yeah, I mean, once we're talking about, like, touchdown range, like that means you have to pick, what, the Broncos, the Jags, yes. the Jets, or the Panthers. So, yeah, I mean... I, By default, right? The Panthers were kind of the place that I was going to go as well. If we want to get technical, Pittsburgh plus money on the money line yeah. is, you know... Uh, a strong spot, I would, or a decent spot, I would say. But yeah, I, I don't want to like just make up an underdog play just to make it up. I, I don't think I'm really going to be doing anything in in that realm this week. um So yeah, the Panthers are put it put it this way. I would prefer to tease the Panthers up and buy like the half point and get the Panthers plus fourteen than try and get the Saints down to the money line.
0: Yeah, well, you know, it's funny teasers. That's the last thing I'll say, and we'll bounce out normally i feel like the majority of people that use teasers they use it to to go backward you know go down on favorites you can also go the other way uh if you like a dog to hang in you can steal an extra touchdown you get through those key numbers the other way and then if they keep it close you're good so on that note we're gonna bounce on out of here chat as always we enjoy it we have some fun we appreciate it you can follow us on twitter there you can follow us inside the ropes at awesomo come in the slack chat we'd love to have you guys We are going to turn it over to Jason Floyd and ship my money talking game three of the world series. Good luck everyone in NFL this week, and we will see you guys next Friday.